The Branded Podcast with Robbie Fowler, episode 22, entitled Seven Myths That Make WordPress the Wrong Choice for Many Personal Brands and Business Websites. Welcome to the Branded Podcast with Robbie Fowler the show that helps you build a life-giving personal brand and business. I believe the chaos and confusion around branding, marketing, and business strategy leads to burnt-out leaders, underperforming businesses, and life-draining brands. The best way forward is to connect your branding, marketing, and business strategy together so you can become a better leader, build a stronger business, and bless the customers you serve. Welcome to this episode of the Brand Ed Podcast. We're going to have fun over the next several episodes looking at your website. Now, this is a topic I love to talk about. There's lots and lots of confusion, excitement, and frustration anytime we start talking about websites. Everybody's got a different experience. Everybody's got a different experience level. And usually, you know, everybody's all over the place about where are you in relationship to your own website, whether that's the website for your personal brand, website for your side hustle, website for the small business that you run, if you're an entrepreneur, a website around the company or the brand that you're trying to build, it always gets people's attention because websites matter, right? We know that they matter. So the question we're going to discuss in this episode is what website builder or website platform should you use for your personal brand website or for your business website. There are so many options out there, it can get really confusing. And one of those options that I think has a lot of myths around it is probably one of the most popular platforms, and that is WordPress. So the question we're asking is everything that we often hear about and around WordPress and why it's the perfect fit for personal brand or your business site, it may or may not be, but let's take a look at what I think are seven myths around WordPress. So let's jump into this episode, the seven myths that make WordPress the wrong choice for many personal brands and business websites. Now, by the time we're done, you're going to know some myths around like how much it costs to have a WordPress site. Some thoughts around all of those WordPress themes out there, WordPress, you know, designers and all of the things you can do with all of the plugins. We're going to talk about all of those today as we look at these seven myths. To give you a brief background, I started tinkering around with websites. Well, not really tinkering around. I really got got shoved into the deep end back in 2001. I won't go into all of the details, but at the time I was working for a startup company and the economy was shifting a little bit. This happened to be right before 9-11. And because of some changes and shifts in the economy and the startup company that I was working for, we had a very large agency, like advertising agency, on a very large retainer that we could not continue anymore. And so some of the things that that agency was doing, we needed to bring internal. This is not why I was hired at the startup company, 
But some circumstances changed, and lo and behold, literally me and one other guy that became a very, very good friend, he was a longtime programmer and, you know, developer. So he's the, you know, classic nerdy uh language guy that 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 learned you know programming back in college and had done this for a long time he and i got tasked with taking over all of the website portion that the agency was doing that we had to bring internal and so all of a sudden i remember him looking me in the eye and like hey i think it's time for you to learn html i didn't even know what that was or what that meant and and that's really where i got my start way back in 2001 he and i worked together to really take what the agency had begun to to develop for us and then, you know, carry that out to to completion. So that's where I got my start. Since then, I've worked in tons of different platforms. I would not consider myself a full developer. Again, I'm not in some dark room normally plugging out, you know, cranking out code or writing long JavaScripts or anything like that. Um, but at the same time, I'm probably more than just a designer that, you know, that does the front end design and passes it off to somebody. So I've worked with inside companies and with, you know, developers and programmers that are writing stuff in Python. And I'm working alongside them, not writing that stuff, but, you know, working to make the product or the website or the application, you know, do what it needs to do. In, in conjunction with them, or I've done, you know, stuff on my own and all sorts of different platforms. That includes things like the uh, Jekyll, which is a flat file system you probably never, never heard of, WordPress sites, Squarespace sites, Webflow. Um, a while back, I did some stuff in this other language called Django. All of that to say, you don't need to know what any of those fancy terms mean. But I've had my hands in this a long time, so hopefully it gives me some insight to say, you know, I'm not the the person who's been in one platform for a year or two or one platform for like eight years, and this is all I've ever done. So I just want to talk quickly about seven myths, seven things I hear all the time when WordPress comes up, particularly when it comes up around, hey, this is what you should use for your personal brand website or for your business website or small business website. Uh, yes, it's hugely popular and there are some wonderful things about it. But I want to unveil some some of these that I think, hey, it's a myth if you think that this is completely true. So the first myth I want to talk about is, hey, WordPress is cheap. Now, Everybody may have different familiarity with websites and WordPress, but WordPress itself technically is open source. That means it's free. You don't have to pay money to get your hands on WordPress. It's it's for free, but in order to actually use it, any normal person like you or me, you have to have a server that runs that free WordPress software. So yes, itself as a platform, it's free. But in order to have a website that uses WordPress, usually you're paying a host, right? It's a hosting provider that hosts your WordPress site. And there are a million of them out there because the stats are, I, I don't remember the last time I looked, it was, you know, some insane number of websites on the internet are built on the WordPress platform. So you can go find one of those. And therefore... There's tons of WordPress hosts out there. And yes, there are a lot of them that host your website really, really cheap. 
But here's the the myth I want to let you in on. Many of these cheap options for hosting your WordPress site, several years back, there's a large international company that began to go grab all of these smaller hosting providers up. It, it began to go buy them out. And this parent company kind of stays hidden behind a corporate veil. So it's hard to even know that this small WordPress hosting company got bought out by this big kind of conglomerate corporate company. That happens. That's not the main issue. The main issue I have is that big company that bought them all out is pretty shady and has gotten into a fair amount of international trouble. And therefore, I don't love taking giving my business to them. I don't look like what they do when they go buy out, gobble up all these smaller hosting companies. You know, lot, people's lives get affected by that. I am not a fan of that parent company at all. And therefore, many of the WordPress hosts that you hear people recommend, I say, dude, I would never put my website on there and I do not recommend them to my clients who use WordPress sites. Part of the challenge is I've got friends, even good friends, and I know of some really big names, big influencers that recommend some of these hosts. And the reason they do it is, yes, it's cheap. It's, again, not the end of the world if you host your site on there. Uh, This is not what they do for a living. And most of them, obviously, they're making some sort of affiliate you know, commission off of that. So if I'm a huge influencer with a very large audience and I recommend a host that's, hey, you can go set up your WordPress site for only $4.95 a month. $4.95 is all it costs. I make a little money off of that and my stuff's all free. Maybe my, my own stuff is on there and my stuff's free because of all the affiliate links and traffic I bring in. The The problem is they don't know anything about web hosting and they haven't really looked behind the curtain to say this is really not owned by a reputable company. And when this company goes and buys these little guys up, there's a consistent track record that support tips, you know, customer support starts to wane. Again, how they treat those people once they buy them out is is not good. And they've just done some shady things, uh, shady accounting. I've written an article about that. And I'll link to it in the show notes. But suffice it to say, it's a myth to say that it's cheap because if you choose a good WordPress host, it's really not that cheap. The one I normally recommend to my clients, which I will throw in the show notes if you're interested, uh, is, you know, it's not $4 a month. Now, they are fantastic and there's customer service and they do a wonderful job and they are experts at WordPress sites and, you know, have the servers all set up and they're humming along and then they do some great things for the client, for you, if your site's hosted on there. But cheap? No, it's not particularly cheap. It's not $4. It's not $3. There's a reason all of those WordPress hosts are that price. You are getting what you paid for. Okay, I won't go into more detail, but it is a myth that, hey, do WordPress site is great because it's only going to cost you, you know, like five, five dollars a month. Not true. Not true. Okay. Yes, you can get it, but that's that's not the option I would ever recommend to you. Okay, so that's myth number one. It's cheap. And they're really talking about the hosting. And in my opinion, just my opinion, you got to be very careful who you choose as your host. Number two, myth number two, 
Hey, there's just so many great WordPress themes out there, right? So go WordPress because you're going to go find some amazing themes out there and, uh, you know, you'll it'll you'll be able to set up a website quickly or sometimes the designer or something will say, hey, you go find a theme and, you know, like send it to me and I'll buy it and get it installed and and we'll go from there. I'm going to do a whole episode on the theme issue. Yes, there are some great themes out there. Um, there, but there, there are so many themes out there. How do you know which ones are good themes? How do you know which ones are supported? Well, it starts to get far more challenging just because a theme looks great. Um, it can, it can really start to get messy in a hurry. Some of those themes aren't supported all that great. Some of those themes, uh, actually have too much stuff and it starts to get real cloudy and confusing. So yes, it's nice that there are a lot of themes out there. But I know friends and clients that call me with like theme anxiety. Did I choose the right theme? Is there a better theme? Is this the right theme for me? Is this a good theme? Is this, you know, theme have clean code behind it? Or is it all bloated in the background that I don't know about? There's all sorts of anxiety that comes around those themes. So it's a myth that, hey, there are a lot of great themes. You just pick one and and take off running. That's just not true. That's not reality. Again, we'll talk about that a little more on the whole episode I'm going to do around themes, not just WordPress themes, but any sort of website theme. So that's myth number two. Myth number one, it's cheap. It it certainly can be. It shouldn't be. Number two, there are a lot of great themes. Yeah, there are there are also tons and tons of mediocre and poor themes out there. Myth number three. Well, you know, it's uh, I hear this one a lot. Well, the you know the web designer or the expert I hired to help me with this, he or she recommended it. Right? They said WordPress. And here's what you need to remember. This isn't always the case, but this is often the case. The web designer you hire, I I would just say, be aware of, does this web designer or expert do anything besides WordPress sites? They don't have to. I'm not saying that they have to or they're a terrible person if they don't. But just understand, if if you hire a WordPress designer or a designer who only does WordPress or always recommends WordPress, and that's the only thing he or she does... Well, what do you think they're going to recommend to you? Of course, that's what they're going to recommend. It may be the very best option for you and for your business. It may not be. The problem is most of them can't tell you that, and they're not going to tell you that. A lot of them, you know, it's because they want their business. Others, they're just not as familiar with other platforms, so they don't they don't really know. They've they've been doing WordPress sites for whatever, two years, five years, seven years, and they can, you know, eat, sleep, drink WordPress. It's not a big deal to them. So here's what you need to to actually think about is, yeah, the web designer you hired may recommend it, but you've got to stop and say, wait a minute, what is in my best interest, right, versus what is in their skill set, my web designer's skill set, or my web designer's best interest? Because... Again, I've lived in this space a long time. If you hire someone to build your website and they only do WordPress sites, yes, they can usually move quick. Uh, yes, that means that they're probably you know fairly skilled and familiar with the platform. It doesn't mean that they're thinking about you and your business when they kind of turn the keys over. And the 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 
problem often is it comes easy to them and then they turn it over to you. And what I see again, time and time and time again is, whoa, that, you know, um, that once I took over the website, man, things got a little more, a little more challenging. So yes, you may have gotten that recommended to you by a anyone from a marketing consultant that says that's what you should do. Mine is to um, you know to a web designer that you hired that goes, yeah, this this is what you should use, or this is what I build on. It doesn't mean that it's the wrong platform for you, but that person is usually thinking through their lens and what's good for them. And what's good for them is to number one, get your business, and number two, make sure that they're doing this on a platform that they can move quick and fast because they get paid by, you know, how many projects they can, they can pump out. Doesn't mean they're nasty, evil people. That's not what we're saying. Just, just know they're, they're thinking about what's best for me and you're thinking about what's best for you. Those don't always match up. And so it's, it's helpful just to keep in mind when you go out and hire someone that only builds a certain kind of website, WordPress, Squarespace, whatever, they can't and usually won't recommend anything else, right? Because um, it's in their best interest not to do that. So it's a, it's a myth that, hey, well, the expert told me to do it. Well, just be aware, be careful. Okay, myth number, what are we on? Four, one, two, three, four. Myth number four that may make WordPress the wrong choice for you is the myth that, hey, you you can do anything you want because of all the plugins and all of the support. Yes, it's a very large, robust community around WordPress. Again, no, you know, it's it's open source. And anything, if you've heard of the term plugin, it's it's something that someone else developed. You know, WordPress has some of the, their own plugins they've developed, but there's a massive library of plugins, like humongous library of plugins. The vast majority of those are developed by either individuals or, you know, small development teams that are not directly connected to WordPress. They just make their plugins so that it works on WordPress sites. And it is true that because of how popular WordPress is, there's usually a plugin that will do about anything. Here's the reality about those plugins. Every time you add a plugin, sure, there's a plugin that will like do anything, <laughs> almost anything under the sun for you. But every time you add one, it bloats your site. Okay, it slows your site down. Also, anything that's big and popular like WordPress, WordPress as a platform is humongously popular. That draws the attention of hackers and security issues, okay? That's why, again, you go back to that cheap host, myth number one. I've had WordPress clients that literally call me in an absolute panic because they went to go visit their business website and just poof, it has been taken down by the website host because it got hacked. And the and the host is like, hey, your site got hacked. Your site is on the same computer or server as lots of other WordPress sites. It's on a shared server. And we had to cut yours off so that yours doesn't infect the rest of theirs. The more plugins you start to use, your site gets bloated. Mo many security threats that like that that WordPress has where you're vulnerable is actually through those plugins. So you start adding more plugins, 
you start adding vulnerability. It's like adding more and more doors or entrances, you know, into a into a big building. And you say, well, if we add all those entrances, then we got to like post security guards and cameras, like things start to get more complex. We're more vulnerable because there's more ways to get in and, and do some not so nice or harmful things. So, yes, you can do anything, but doing anything isn't always great. In fact, what I find sometimes is that hey, you can do anything approach because there's a plugin for anything can actually hamstring you because like, which plugin do I use? And did this one break that one? And again, it, it's just not as simple as some would like to make it sound. So it's a myth that you can do anything because of all the plugins. That's only partly true. Okay. Here is myth number five about WordPress and why it might be the wrong choice for you. Myth number five, well, WordPress is like super powerful and it's easy to maintain. Agreed, it's super powerful, right? That's what we just talked about. With all of those plugins, there's a lot you can do. And, and WordPress has been around for a while, so therefore it's a very mature platform and there's lots and lots that you can do with it. But remember, anytime you add power, something becomes more powerful when we're talking about websites, website builders, website platforms, the more powerful it gets, you're you're on a a tightrope there. The more powerful it gets, the more complex it gets. Okay, so yes, you can do more with WordPress than you can with other platforms or other website builders for your website. But with that power comes complexity. It's, it is more complex on the back end to keep up with and manage. And what I find, again, with normal people that oftentimes paid someone to go do their WordPress site or, you know, and then they've taken, taken over it or maybe they went and tried to, to do it themselves is it doesn't take long because of all that power in WordPress. Like you, you, you log in and you start looking around and you're like, man, there's all kinds of pages, half of them that are, you know, drafts that are half unpublished. There's three or four versions of the about page and which one is the current one and why are these here? And then if you're blogging or doing like uh, content marketing on WordPress, because it's it is great for blogging. Then, you know, you've got tags and categories and those things start to get all sorts of messy um, unless you're really, really diligent. And so it, it just it becomes more and more complex and more and more of a mess. It, again, it starts to look like a sock drawer after it's not been paid attention to in a college kid's you know dorm for for three months. It just starts to get messier and messier. So it's a myth to say that it's powerful and easy to maintain. It's really not all that easy. It is, you can do it, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's easy to maintain, okay? And one other thing that goes along with this is uh, because of the nature of WordPress and how it all works, you can't technically, you, you can't really take that website and just take it with you and immediately throw it up somewhere else, you can put it on another WordPress host. You can, you know, download it and have all the data and access to the database and back it up or whatever. But you can't just turn around and post it on any normal web web server. Okay, so so there are some issues there. It's it's just again, it's not as simple as well. It's super powerful and easy to maintain. That's a myth. 
Okay, myth number six. Well, it's the best blogging or content marketing platform. It is great for blogging. It is great for blogging if you're a blogger. It's great for blogging if you're using it for content marketing. You know, you you have a podcast and for each podcast episode, you put the show notes out there, whatever. And, you know, with WordPress, that's how it started. It started as a blogging platform. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the best, and it's certainly not the only one or the only way to do it. It is very good at that. Um, but again, with all that power, it does some does come some complexity. So I wouldn't, I would say it's one of, the, you know, it's one of the great platforms for blogging and for content marketing. It's not the only one. And depending on how you're using it and your individual business and needs would help determine, well, is it the best for you? And does that trump some of the other things? That's a case-by-case basis, in my opinion. Okay, last myth. Myth number seven that makes WordPress the wrong choice for many personal brands and business websites is, and I'm going to kind of put, combine two of these together. This one doesn't have to do with anything technical. This is just what I hear kind of out there and sense out there. And what I think is the reason why some people ask me, hey, can you do a WordPress site for me or for my personal brand? Here it is. Myth number seven. Well, it's the only platform for anyone who's serious about their brand or business, right? You can think of the snooty person, right, with their tea and crumpets and their pinky finger out while they sip their tea. Well, by George, it's the only platform for anyone who's serious about their brand or business. That's the vibe I hear a lot out there, that if you're on some other platform, when you're really ready to get serious, you're going to move your site over to WordPress because all of the heavy hitters, the big influencers, the thought leaders, well, they're all on WordPress sites. So it's the only platform for anyone who's serious about their personal brand or their business. And what happens is you're left feeling less than and like you wimped out if you go a different route. And I just want to say that is a myth. I'll even say that one is a flat out lie. So don't let someone convince you that I'm a big thought leader or he or she's a big thought leader. They're on WordPress. So if you want to ever get to their status or their level, then you've got to be on the same platform. That may be true, but it also is a myth to say that's that's always true. I wholeheartedly disagree, which is why when I'm working with clients when I'm coaching clients, you know, how, when, when websites come up, um, I, I always think it's a case by case basis. There's just so many other factors rather than, yes, I do WordPress sites, you know, hire me when you're ready to do your WordPress site. The problem is, how do you know if that's the best platform? Unless you're in this world a lot and you're very, very familiar with it, there's no way that you you would know about that any any more than i would know right about my own automobile i know some basics about oil changing and batteries and that kind of stuff and you know if a, if an alternator's clicking man you getting beyond those two or three things i have no idea i have no idea and so it'd be foolish of me to say oh it's always this or you have to do this with your car engine when when you run into problems so i hope that's helpful i hope maybe you take a deep breath and go man I was feeling all this pressure about WordPress. Um, hopefully that peels back the curtain and makes you think a little bit that it is a great, great platform. Again, if you're on there, 
awesome. I'm just saying there are some myths that get floated out there like they're absolute truths written in stone, dropped down from the heavens. And I would disagree with having been in this game a long, long time. I would I would disagree that those are written in stone and universally true for all people, all times, all personal brands, all businesses. So I hope you enjoyed those seven myths. We're going to keep talking about your website in these next several uh, episodes. And, and I'll have some pretty cool stuff coming your way if you're like, man, I could really use some help figuring out my website. Stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more about that in the next several episodes. In the meantime, thanks for joining me on today's episode We're going to continue looking at your website over the next several episodes, so make sure you keep coming back. And please share this podcast with a friend. You can either go on iTunes and rate it and give it a a good review, and that'll get it into the hands of more people. Or if you want to, you know, take the more immediate direct approach, do you just use the share button on the top of your phone and you click on this usually in whatever podcast app you're listening to, there's that little up arrow that allows you to share this episode and you can text it right to a friend and have them uh, listen along with you. Until the next episode, I hope you have a great rest of your week and go and build a life-giving brand. Music.